Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. Hi, everyone. Today, Jessica and I are happy to have Andrea Vaca on our podcast. Um, Andrea is a collaborative uh, divorce attorney and mediator based in New York City. Welcome to our podcast today. Nice to see you both. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you so much for being here. So we spoke with Andrea about two weeks ago now, and um, one of the topics we touched on was collaborative divorce. And for me, that's a theory because I didn't actually experience that, but I do believe that it's out there. Jessica did experience it. And Andrea- We didn't even know that's what we were doing. Right. We were trendsetters. You were a trendsetter anyway. Um, So I think my first question to you is, what is collaborative divorce? Okay. Uh, So collaborative divorce is a process where each client has their own attorney who is collaboratively trained. It's a special training that we get as as lawyers. And we are agreeing with our clients to stay out of court. So we all sign an agreement saying that we will not litigate this divorce with you. And some of the other uh, tenets of it are that it's a non-adversarial process. There'll be no, no one will threaten each other or try to sign something under duress. It's it's an open and transparent process where all information that is at all relevant will be shared and disclosed. Um, we always keep the children, the best interests of the children front and center in all of our discussions. Um, it, we stay out of court and it's a team approach. So there's, we deal with the financial issues, the emotional issues and the legal issues by bringing in a financial professional and a mental health professional who in New York we call a family specialist or sometimes they're called a divorce coach. But these that's the team of the collaborative process, and, and that's what sets it apart from a lot of other processes. Well, I think a lot of people are gonna wonder, who don't know all of the specifics, what's the difference specifically between collaborative divorce and mediation? Well, in mediation, we're also agreeing not to go to court, but you're just sitting down with one person, with your mediator. Uh, the way we do it in New York anyway is generally your attorneys are not in the room with you. You probably have attorneys that you're consulting with, but they're in their offices. You come to my office as a mediator and sit down with me alone, you and your spouse. And we will, I will walk you through all of the different issues that are relevant to your situation. But you have to be prepared to advocate for yourself to know what questions to ask, to say yes or no, kind of sometimes in the moment. Um, hopefully you're getting your, your advice from your lawyer along the way, but you're, you're more on your own. It's a more, and it's, it's self-directed, but you're not, you don't have an attorney by your side to help advocate for you. And that's the biggest difference. So you're really setting, it's like playing a sport, right? These are the rules of engagement and everybody's agreeing, you're signing this, you know, rule book, what happens if someone changes their mind? Well, you know, the agreement that we're signing, I like that idea of the rule book and the terms of agreement, you know, the rules of engagement. I mean, I like that a lot because we sign a participation agreement that's six pages long. It says a lot and it says, it tells you how the agreement, how the collaborative process will end. Either sign an agreement and get divorced or somebody decides it's not the right process for them 
or perhaps one of the attorneys decides this isn't the right process for the you know for this these, this couple. So we're very clear about it, and we will communicate with each other. But yes, if if a client you know a spouse you know going through this type of divorce doesn't feel it's the right process, we will terminate the collaborative process, and then they can move on and hire take the case from wherever it is at that moment and move to a more adversarial process if that's what they choose to do. With, it's very it unusual, bro. It's unusual, yeah. It's very sure. unusual. Like less than 10% of the statistics I've heard of collaborative cases don't settle collaboratively. Hmm. When it comes to the different members of the team that you're bringing in, Who's deciding who those people are? Is it the couple that's getting divorced that they have a say in it? Or is it the collaborative divorce expert who's like, this is my team? The way we do it in New York is might be different from, this is practiced all over the world. So I can only speak for the New York practice group that I'm a member of. But how we do it is it's, uh, we do the, the team professionals, the two lawyers will usually talk to each other and say, who do we think would be a good fit for this couple? You know one spouse, I know the other. These are the issues. Who do we think we could, would be a good fit? And we might give them one or two names to interview. Um, sometimes we go, oh no, there's one person. There's definitely one person that will be really good for this couple. We know who it is. We'll have them interview the, the, the special, you know, the, um, financial specialist or the family specialist, and they can decide if we, if our assumption is correct, but we don't choose it without their okay. So it's a, it's very much a, you know, a common a conversation that we have. Can any lawyer participate with you? So if you were representing me and you're certified as a collaborative divorce attorney, could my spouse have an attorney that's not necessarily certified for collaborative divorce? We're not going to call it a collaborative divorce in that situation. Nice. I will only sign a participation agreement with an attorney who's, who's certified or has gotten the training. And um, it's not a very hard training to get. You know, it's like three days, two or three days, but you also have to be a mediator um, to become a collaborative lawyer. But without that basic knowledge, we're not doing a collaborative divorce. But I have that in a, a number of situations where my spouse, my client wanted a collaborative divorce and their spouse hired someone who wasn't collaboratively trained. So what I do is I talk to them about the process. I try to bring in the other professionals. I, I assure them I'm, I will never litigate. So let's take the temperature down here. Let's, let's try to talk about this. Let's try to have meetings in person. Um, and let's try to you know, negotiate in a non-adversarial way and it works beautifully because I'm not going to go to court, <laughs> you know? So usually they'll, they'll, they'll change, they'll shift a little bit when they realize that I'm not that type of, I'm not a threatening them with court. We're gonna have a different kind of divorce. When, when somebody wants to go through a divorce, I'm just trying to think back, mine was a while ago. I just know that I had to get an attorney. So I feel like at that time, it was an attorney or not an attorney. And now it's not just an attorney. It's certified in this, that, this, that. Like I feel like there are so many different certifications now for attorneys and specialists. I mean, how do people even know what their options are if they're just like, okay, I need a lawyer like yesterday. And now I've That's got a like a huge menu of lawyers. That's to such a good question. 
That's so, it, so true. It is. I, my number one tip would be think ahead of the kind of divorce that you want. What do you want the process to feel like? What do you want your children to experience? How do you want them to think about mom and dad or dad and dads or mom and moms with divorce, whatever it may be? How do you want your, you know, what, what kind of experience of a divorce do you want, ideally? And then start interviewing lawyers and, and find out if they're speaking the same language as you. If, they're, if you want a divorce where you're going to be sitting down, you know, be able to sit down together at your kid's graduation, dance at the wedding, uh, have a, maybe have a holiday dinner together someday. If you want that kind of divorce and you're a lawyer starts talking about, we're going to take him to the cleaners and oh my God, we're going to, we will get him. We will make sure he pays every dollar he needs to pay. You know, you're in the wrong chair. Like say thank you and go somewhere else. And just, and, and if, if that's the kind of divorce you want, you will find the right attorney for you, whether they're collaborative or not collaborative, you'll know. Can you tell us a little bit, you said that the certification is about three days, not particularly difficult in terms of, you know, I guess, effort to, to actually get there. So that people understand a little more, can you tell us a little bit about what, what goes into that training and, and why did you decide to become a collaborative divorce lawyer versus just any kind of litigation? Sure. Uh, so, I, uh, so about when I was practicing law about ten to twelve years or so, like halfway through my my divorce, my my career so far, I heard about the collaborative divorce process, and it literally was like a light shined down on the conference table I was sitting at, and said, "Oh my goodness, this is the path you need to take." I didn't even know you could do you can help people get divorced this way. So I knew immediately I wanted to get the training. So I needed to become to become a a collaborative lawyer, you need to go through a five-day mediation training. So that's the one thing. You have to be have 40 hours or so, 35 to 40 hours of mediation training. Then you can do a two or three-day um, collaborative training. It's, you know, two separate things. And because if your schedule is busy, it might be hard to find the right time to do that. Um, but we, but once you get that training, then you do additional training and that's the thing like you get your initial training and that's great you also have to be practicing family law for five years at least um right. and then the heart then it's and then you learn how to take off that litigation hat and put it over here so that you can actually have a, a, a more interest-based conversation not positional negotiations but what's important to you what are your interests and needs that's the kind of negotiations we do in collaborative so we, we interviewed another attorney um, based in Jersey who we um, described as the divorce disruptor because his goal is to change the game. He said everything's so antiquated. He said there weren't even family lawyer, you know, there weren't even divorce attorneys way back when. You just like got someone to go over papers and stuff and now it's like a whole industry based around it. So I love the fact that there's collaborative divorce and, and I think that you know, also thinking back on the process, you know, the first thing is get an attorney. The second thing is, okay, I'll spend, but how much money am I spending? So, so through collaborative divorce, um, I would assume that's way more budget friendly. Obviously litigation is just at, like, it, it, just put it over there under a garbage pail somewhere. But of all your options, mediation and collaborative divorce, 
are they pretty comparable if you have reasonable people and reasonable attorneys that you're working with? I just want to jump in before you answer that, Andrea, because it's so funny, TH, that's what you're thinking. And here I am listening and I was going to say, you know, collaborative divorce with the whole team, with the financial person and the custody. I'm thinking this sounds really expensive. So that's Uh, something I'm so interested to hear what... Because you're coming from a place of sitting down at a table and I'm coming from four years of like all that. So for me, it's like the deal of the century. Everyone's going to be wondering how much something like this is going to end up costing at the end of the day, right? So go ahead, Andrea. Sorry. So, okay. So I was just having this conversation with my my team earlier today, my staff. Um, Mediation is definitely the least expensive if they get, if it's the right process for you. Okay, so if you are able to advocate for yourself and you and your spouse are basically don't have a huge power imbalance, whether that be emotional, financial, um, um, you know, uh, intelligence, you know, as long as it's your kind of even power, you know, in the power structure um, and you can advocate for yourself, mediation is a great option. It's like it's like Goldilocks and the three bears, right? So that's like the softest option will be less expensive if it's right. Then next comes the collaborative process. Definitely less expensive than going to court, but definitely more expensive than mediation. It will be. It will probably be maybe two, three more times expensive because you need it, right? Your outcome, but you you need that to get the outcome that you want. Will your goals be met in mediation? Do mediation. If they won't, try collaborative because collaborative is going to make sure you're the emotional communication issues are handled in a good way, that the financial issues, which can be very complicated, are really explored and the right deal is met so that you can live with this agreement long term and you don't have to go back to court later. So you're putting a little, you're making an investment now so you don't have to, you know, you get the return mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's litigation. So it really, it really depends on what you need. But pick if you pick the right process and you interview different people, you'll you'll find the right way for you. Getting back to what TH was asking earlier in terms of like how does someone know what's right for them? And and I get your answer is really like it's how it's how you feel, what you see as the long game, right? And then you back it up because then that's the process you want to go through for a divorce. But at the same time, what's the, what would your advice be to someone who has heard about collaborative divorce, is really interested in it, um, maybe they're about to be X hasn't, and only knows the basics of like, you just go out, you just hire a lawyer. What's the best way to have a conversation with them about collaborative divorce? Yeah, that's really important because usually one person finds out about it before the other. It's not the most well-known process. It should be, but it's not yet. So one person goes to a lawyer and learns, comes to me and I tell them about collaborative. They go, oh, that sounds exactly what we need. This will work so well for us. Now, what do I do? Okay, so what I tell that client to do is uh, think I'll work through it with them. Why do you want to divorce this way? What was it that appealed to you about this idea, this process? Um, Let's get clear on that. Then you can go home and talk to your spouse or, you know, on the phone, wherever he or she may be and, and have the conversation say, look, this is what I learned. This is why I want to do it. This is why I think it'll be best for our children and for ourselves. Um, You know, my attorney that I'm interested in working with can give you a list of names or a website you can go to, Um, you know, but would you please at least have a conversation with a collaborative lawyer and see if it would be a good fit? 
for you. What do you think? Another way, if they're still on the fence and they're like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this. What I'll tell my client and their spouse, I would suggest go sit down with a family specialist, go sit down with that divorce coach professional and have a conversation with them. This is a neutral person who can tell you more about the process from an emotional and communication standpoint. And you, the two of you can ask your questions in a safer place. So it's not two lawyers against, you know, that feel adversarial almost. So that's another way to do it. So either have the conversation and or go sit down with a family specialist. I love the fact that you have a mental health specialist as part of the team for collaborative divorce, because in so many of these podcasts that we've done and, and everything that we talk about is, as we're speaking to people about this project is, yes, you have the business side of it, but the emotional side will screw up the whole business side. And if you don't have emotional support in a way that you need, like Jessica and I had each other, but if we needed more than that, you got to go find a therapist. You know, no one's going to. So the fact that you have someone there, I think is, is so great. But also thinking about a therapist, that's a relationship you build with someone for trust. So to all of a sudden have this, uh, well, how did you describe the person? What's the title? Of we the call them family specialists. So a family specialist come in to get both people to trust that person. I'm sure you're discussing custody and, and, you know, those kinds of things as well as, you know, keeping the temperature neutral, like you were saying, or just like not too high. Um, that's probably hard, isn't it? It is difficult, for, um, probably for them, but that's what they're trained to do. They're in, they've all been trained in family therapy, um, couples counseling. So they have this experience of working with couples in a neutral way. And we all realize that if you don't handle the emotions properly, like you said, it will hijack the whole process. You won't be able to make financial decisions. You're not going to make the best decisions around the parenting. The other benefit of having this person, the family specialist, is that you don't need two lawyers negotiating your custody schedule, your parenting schedule, figuring out holidays and who's going, where the kids are going to be. You don't need lawyers for that. Those aren't legal issues. They're practical, logistical, emotional issues. And that's why we can actually save some money in the collaborative process and have you sit down with the family specialist and go to their office or on their Zoom link, yeah. whatever it may be, and yeah. have that conversation. So it it they bring their expertise of child development, couples therapy, and every all their other trainings to the process. And it's not therapy. They're not looking at the past. They're looking right. at dealing in the present and helping you form a new future. Therapies for the past. I Therapies for why you married that guy. Right. What Those your mother your did to you. Right. <laughs> Those take more than probably the length of your divorce to figure out. But, yeah, for but sure. I love that um, that is an option. I unfortunately had to hire a custody expert and he hired a custody expert. And we had these complete strangers evaluating our parenting, our relationships with our children, their relationships with us. It was, it was so uncomfortable that I encourage everybody to avoid that for everybody's sake. And my children were very young, so they won't remember it. Fortunately, um, that's like a saving grace that they won't remember that because it was just, it's like a, a random person. 
So it's really great that this is a neutral person working with both people in a practical way that's not built around the, you know, being in court and, and what you're going to use in court. That's really what they were digging for. You know, what are we looking for that we can use in court to fight his case as opposed to let's look forward and see what works best for your kids and your schedules and your lifestyle. Exactly. Awesome. It's not problem. You're not trying to solve problems. You're trying to create problems, basically. Yeah. And build a case. And and look at what it did to you. You can see on your face. Like, yeah. The trauma is still with you and always will be uh, for what you was, went through. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. Worse than than being questioned as a parent. Your parenting skills. Like seriously, <laughs> have you seen the shit I've been dealing with? Yes. <laughs> and my kids are great kids. So, you know, yeah. what do you know, and I'm not saying they said anything bad about me, but it's just, it's very uncomfortable. So no, yeah. and that's why the collaborative process, like we're so fascinated by it because we, we are huge at, even though neither of us technically went through it. Um, we are huge advocates of kind of like that having that philosophy of looking ahead to what you want the future to look like with the relationships between yourselves, between the kids and the family dynamic as a whole. And, um, and we feel just really strongly that this is a, a type of divorce that more people need to know about and learn about. Um, so thank you so much for sharing all of that with the ex-experts community. We really appreciate it. And for anyone who's listening who wants to reach out and get more information for you, consult with you and, and find out more, what are the best ways for them to reach you? Well, the best way is to go to my website, uh, vacalaw.com, V-A-C-C-A-L-A-W.com, and we have lots of materials there. Uh, my blog is on there, lots of articles, a lot, many years of articles and videos and all kinds of things that you can find out there. I have an ebook um, you can get there. Uh, and um, it's called Divorce Without Court, A More Peaceful Solution. Or you can call my office, 212-768-1115. Excellent. And we'll have all of that contact information and, and all of that on, on our ex-experts site as well. So thank you so much for joining us today, Andrea. It was really great to have you. Thank you. Nice thank you, here. Andrea. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the ex-experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now, please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.